welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Daniel Nye. That's me. So, today we are going to be talking about the only person I was excited to talk about this week. Master Pandemonium. Ooh. Ah. So, what do you think Master Pandemonium is? Well, I'm guessing he's not a panda, which is already uh, a negative for me. Well, I mean, you have so little faith. Is he could be. He could be well, a Pandarian Pandemonium Master. I would be very excited and also... Very confused about how copyright law works. <laughs> well, what do you think his powers is? I'm sure it's something like abstract, like he causes chaos. Okay, so I, I break this uh, podcast flow for an important news event. Why didn't Lady Mastermind just call herself uh, mis- like Mistress or... Mistress of the Mind or something like that. Yeah, I could I could work with that. See, that's what I'm saying. Or from- Mind Mistress. Mind. Oh, that's good. Mind Mistress is very good. Like, why? Now I'm upset. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, they didn't even, like, put any thought into their names. And it was very disappointing. I was disappointed in them. It was a Mastermind and Lady Mastermind. It, well, both of them were ladies. You know, honestly, you know, for, for a couple of Masterminds, not a whole lot of thought went into those naming schemes. Not a lot, but so um, does he have a costume? Uh, his his name's Master Pandemonium. I have to assume he's got a costume with a name like that. Yeah, like what costume? Uh, it's probably I'm I'm feeling like a cape, like big sleeves, uh, some real nice boots, and nothing else. No pants. <laughs> just capes, some sleeves, boots. Dingus just right there. Just Dingus just flopping in the wind. Oh, yeah. So he's not a panda. He's just a very racist-looking Asian. Uh, he's got kind of like a horned helmet thing going on. He's got a star on his belly for some reason. We'll uh, figure out that. Yeah. Uh, just kind of likes red robes. He he looks a little, uh, a little, it's a little like Flash Gordon kind of. I would say he looks like uh, Ming the Merciless, kind of. Yeah, yeah. He does definitely have the Fu Manchu. Yeah, and like the Fu Manchu equivalent of a soul patch, <laughs> 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 which is something I never thought I've seen before. So his real name is Martin Preston. Wow. Hit me with yeah. that curveball. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of another thing that would be like Master Pandemonium, but I couldn't. So, his occupation. Former actor and now head of Anvil Pictures. And Demon Commander. Okay, there it is. <laughs> he used to be an actor, but now he's the head of a, of, of a picture place. And he has... Con- Control over demons. Yeah, he buried the lead a little bit on that one. His identity is secret. No one knows if he has friends. <laughs> if he if he was born somewhere, or if he has a wife. 
and he has no group affiliation. Which means he doesn't value his workers. Uh, he's sounding like a bad guy already. So, he first appeared in West Coast Avengers, issue number four. Master Pandemonium! In January 1986. Got to headline that issue, so alright. I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. You know, got above the above the fold. Yeah. Headline. Got that, got that like front page credit, so alright. Yeah, yeah. So his base of operations is his studio that he owns. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he just went into the costume, went to a costume designer, be like, yo, I can throw demons at people at will. Give me a costume that says that. Almost certainly. Is he, he was a rich, successful Hollywood actor who ran his clamp, hair, ran, ran his hair off a cliff. <laughs> He's a, no, he ran his car off a cliff while drinking and driving. One night, he lost his right arm in a fall. And was hanging upside down. Wait, why did it one night? Um, oh, I put the thing. I put the comma in the wrong place. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he, he drank and drive. Was okay. <laughs> one night, he fell and crushed his arm. <laughs> he drank and drive. That That's not relevant to this backstory, but I just wanted to highlight how irresponsible he was. Anyway, on this one night, he was... <laughs> <laughs> well um he drank and drive drove one night and he lost his right arm in a fall and was hanging upside down by a seatbelt when the demon mephisto appeared in front of him and answers of a scream of agony mephisto uh offered to uh restore him and his arms for an exchange of his soul he agreed he, then he was able to summon uh, lesser demons that wrenched off his arms and magically attached to his soldier stumps. So, you don't see it in this picture, but his arms are demons. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, his arms are demons. It says he has arms that are demons. It's pretty good. I know, it's great. Um, and then Mephisto was just like, hey, your left arm. Guess what? Slash! Another demon. So he has two demon arms. Fair enough. Yeah. Who also have arms and legs. Oh, whoa. And a mouth. And a body. Call him old Johnny Three-Dick. <laughs> uh, he lost consciousness in the process, and you know, he was just like, oh, I passed out because someone chopped yeah. off my arm yeah, and getting your arms, it. Getting your arms torn off will tend to do that to you. I feel I feel like getting your arms turned off and then have a demon put on it is worse, though. Yeah. I can't imagine it's pleasant having a demon just get all up in your business like that. But yet, no accounts of Preston's activity following his acquisition of demon arms and his first encounter of the West Coast, uh, West Coast Avengers. It is known that he adopted the name Master Pandemonium, and then, after having demon arms, he purchased Anvil Studios. <laughs> So this wasn't a previous thing. This was a post demon arm life. Well, you know, you gotta understand now. Now that he's soulless, he's a perfect fit to become a movie exec. Yeah, and it was a movie studio he used to work for as well. Uh, so that's you know, a dick at the man. Yeah, that used yeah 
I'm a man who digs that. Now he is the master. He then became preoccupied locating the five. The five are being demons who have significant, uh, special significance to him. Um, he believed the fledgling superhuman champion, Firebird, also one of the only Hispanic characters I've talked about mm-hmm. <laughs> on this podcast, um, was one of them. And then he attacked her. And then he, uh, but determining that she was not, he ordered his demon arms to defeat her. You'd think, then left. You'd think a dude with demons for arms would be better at, like, figuring out what a demon is. I mean, you don't know that. Don't tell him how to do his job. Studio head. <laughs> demon arm haver. And then, like, he fought the Rest Coast Avengers some more. But Tigra is a woman who has the powers of a tiger. Like gathered. Yeah. Yeah. Was sent to slay him by the uh, mystical uh, other dimensional cat people. What? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing. That was a tigra's past until now. They're just learning all sorts of things today. Yeah. The cat people determined. You can that, call uh, them furries. It's all right. <laughs> no, the cat people. They prefer cat people. <laughs> they don't like wolves. <laughs> Especially those, like, Nazi wolves. Oh, yeah. Who does, really? The thing that, like, bothers me a lot is the fact that someone had spent thousands of dollars on a Confederate flag wolf fursuit. I mean, you're already a couple thousand in for the suit. You might as well spend the, uh, a few thousand more to be, like, real racist about it. Gotta cover all your bases. It's about heritage. Oh man! Oh, (laughs) dude! It's about it's about the heritage of my fursuit wearing people in the South. It will rise again. The heritage. Oh man! (laughs) Uh, hmm. Uh, Tigra was just like, yo, I'm gonna fight this demon armed asshole. And then, like, he's just, like, kind of searching <laughs> for the demon to we could lose the five. <laughs> That's his story. The this. He's fairly new, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. So, guess how tall he is? Uh, 6'4". Six, 6'1". Six, Dang. Uh, Did you have an hun- idea? 192. Unknown. No one to put him on a scale. <laughs> he has. Oh, uh, well, it's because his arms are demons, so we can't like get a good estimate because we don't know how much of those weigh. Yeah, and he has uh, blue eyes and black hair. Great. Yeah. Um, his strength level is unknown, but his limbs are those of demons who probably have superhuman strength of an unmeasurable degree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but... <laughs> oh my god, I... Oh god. <laughs> that, that was just a real great... Just like, well, he, we don't know how strong he is, but he has some arms that are demons that might be strong. Those demons uh, are most likely at a demon level of strength. But there's two of them, and they're his arms, so how strong... How strong is he, actually? <laughs> so, his superpowers. Um, his body is the dwelling place of a horde of demons. 
The exact number is not known. How his body contains these mystical ent- entities are not known, but it's possible that all of them literally exist in a miniature form inside his body. <laughs> what? That's pretty crazy. <laughs> That's great. He just, he's basically just like a gotcha pod machine. Oh, for, God, you're right. For yeah. demon arms. He's just like, you get a demon. He's a damn <laughs> loot box. It's equally possible that his body is a nexus to a mystical dimension where the demons reside. I don't know which one sounds better. He's a his arm stubs are portals, or he has a bunch of just tiny little demons rummaging around. Rummaging. I'm kind of into like the demon Gachapon. I I like it better too. Yeah. He pulls his arm like a lever, and then just like one pops out, and is like, "Oh, that one's a rare one." It's like, oh crap! I got the same one like five times in a row, but I can't. Dang. Everyone's got these. I can't sell these. (laughs) recoup my cost. There are two demons in particular that serve as his arms and can be detached in combat leaving Master Pandemonium armless. When detached they gain their full human, uh, not human bodies demon bodies. Uh, and Master Pandemonium also has a hole in the, his chest in the shape of an inverted three-pointed star which he claims is the mark of his missing soul. An object or fist can pass through the hole without causing injury to him. Oh, so it's like a legit hole in his body. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a hole. And I would almost say that the star over his belly button may be where the hole is. That seems like a fairly reasonable guess. So, Although even, even better. Even better, yeah. okay? Alright. He has his thing, he has his outfit, cuts the hole... Over his hole, hey. so it's just like, so it's like, what's that? And so it's just like, you know, tries to punch him in the stomach, and it goes into him. He's just like, ha ha, you fall into my trap. Here's a demon. Well, if we're going to go with this uh, demon gotcha pawn idea, then obviously that hole is for when where the demons come out. We are literally talking about probably an actual Sentai monster now. Very We're, close, I think. We're very I think close. It's just, it's just like just a tiny monster pops out of his belly button, and then it's just like, ah, I'm a monster! These demons apparently confer uh, upon him their magical powers while they're inside him. He can expel mystical fire from his mouth. That's apparently capable of melting the outer layers of Iron Man's armor. He can also project rays of magical concussive force from his hands. And he also may have other uh, supernatural capacities that are yet unrevealed. You know, like he has a hole in his tummy that he can that he can poke and he doesn't feel anything. That's the thing. It's the main thing. <laughs> he does have a amulet of Asmodeus, which is a mystical power object, and he can teleport himself. That he does. So you probably want to know about the time he had baby arms. I would like to know about the time he had baby arms. Yes. Uh, that was when uh, Agatha, Hark- Agatha Harkness and the West Coast Avengers was being attacked by him. And what he did mm-hmm. is he escaped with the Scarlet Witch's two children. Oh. Tommy, I mean Thomas and William, aka the ones who would become Young Avengers later on. Gotcha. And he used them as arms. That's a little weird. Was were his like demons on vacation or 
And now he was just like, yo, I'm gonna make these babies arms. It's pretty twisted, man. I can respect that. <laughs> He's just like, yo, you know, you know how like these babies are babies? So I'm gonna make them arms now. Hey, you know, babies have an incredibly powerful grip strength, so yeah, that's just the mastermind sisters again. You can't trick me with that. Boy, gosh. You know, you said it, you said it, and I processed it with my mind, but now I'm looking at it, and it's so much more than... (laughs) (laughs) Look, you have to see that. Go to the HodgePod group on Facebook, or the the, uh, Alphabet Flight Twitter, to see a picture of this. This is something worth looking at. This is hard to describe. so, So, like, imagine a guy with arms... With babies for, for like forearms up, it's hard to describe. It's hard to it's hard to not look at either. Yeah, I'm still looking at it. It's and, and the thing. And the thing is, is he's saying now, Master Pandemonium is undefeatable with baby arms. Yeah, uh, that was really thing. just what he was missing. Well, it's because you know superheroes <laughs> can't hit children, so they yeah. go to punch him, and he just holds up his baby arm, and he's like, "You wouldn't hit a kid, would you?" <laughs> He's just like, no. He's like, well, guess what? Baby arms. Yeah, and you know, if he ever hits them with one of the baby arms, it's kind of like a superhero hit a kid. And then, you know, if that ever gets out, their career is over. So they just kind of, you know, he's like robbing a bank. They're like, stop. And they're like, come over here. I'm going to hit you. And they're like, oh, no, we got to leave. Otherwise, you know, because I can't. Like, Don't make me punch you. That yeah. means I'll punch you with a baby skull. And we know what that means. Oh, yeah. Those are very tender. That would be very bad for that child's <laughs> development. Uh, Let's just say. <laughs> this man had baby arms. <laughs> I can't stop saying that. Okay, so um, also at some point, like he fought the Ghost Rider as well. That's nice. I mean, he did have baby arms, and I'm still thinking about that. <laughs> I mean, you have to be pretty cool to have baby arms. R- runs a movie studio and has babies for arms. That's the other thing. Like he, he straight up just bought a movie studio. It's just like I used to work here, and then just got deep. That was after him getting demon arms. Yeah, I don't know how to square this away with my other knowledge of Marvel. He's he's a complicated individual. I guess but, you know it's whatever. So, um, how, how stuff. Okay, let's play a fun game. All right. Let's say Master Pandemonium mm-hmm. needed a job and he still had baby arms. What job would you give him? My instinct was uh, like a preschool teacher, but I feel like maybe there'd be concern that like those aren't his babies on his arms. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I have a question. Let's say you get confirmation that someone had their babies on their arms. How do you feel about that person? Well, I'd be like, you know, they're probably like very good with children because they have children for arms. But like, if they stole those children, then they're like a very irresponsible person for with children. He stole them and attached them to his arms. Okay. Also, thing I'd also need to just get your opinion on. Mm-hmm. This baby has mouths. Yes. So, that means they could probably eat, right? God, I don't like where this is going, but okay, yes. <laughs> Which means, you know, they need somewhere where the food to go. Yeah. <laughs> where don't babies poop? <laughs> I mean, 
inside his body and it comes out the hole in his belly button. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. No one likes it. <laughs> okay, okay. Another question. So let's say, you know, he does have the baby arms. He just has like a. Just has some regular old demon arms. Sure, okay. Do they have to eat? I mean, they're demons. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this isn't revealing much. Like, he hasn't been in a lot, so it's just like, all we have is just like, he, he got baby arms at one point. Yeah, he got baby <laughs> arms, and then no one wanted to interact with him anymore, and that's why he hasn't been in anything. <laughs> it's just like, remember that time this dude straight up stole someone's babies and made him his arms? Hello, West Coast Avengers, it is I, Master Pandemonium. I am, no, sorry, we gotta go. Uh, hey guys, like, the dude with the baby arms is, but we, we're just gonna this way, right? There's some other super villain we can be finding, right? We don't. This, I, I can't I do this, okay? This is, like Wanda, Wanda, <laughs> those are your kids. I don't care. I, I don't care anymore. He can keep them. <laughs> like, sure, I made them up for my mind and put them in my belly because my because my husband is a robot with with a robo dick. <laughs> Sure, sure, I made my kids up, but I don't care anymore. <laughs> These kids are now arms, and that's all I know the best. I made up some kids before I can do it again. Let's go, you guys. <laughs> and the great thing is, is that they come back, like they, because they technically die. Okay. Get absorbed. Okay. Into them, and uh, he, and they become, they become a. Young Avengers, one of them being Wiccan, who is hella gay. And, uh, you know, he is friends with, he's, he's a roommate with, uh, Hulkling, mm. who is also hella gay. Great. Yeah, and they get married. Oh, that's nice. And they have, and they kiss and, and stuff. So, you know, that's good. That's something we got out of this. Yeah. That's something. <laughs> wait, wait, do you think, never mind, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> I was about to say something that offended me there for a moment. I think we're done talking about pandemonium, right? I mean, I'm never going to be done with pandemonium, but for the purposes of this podcast, yes, I think so. Let's say you have a podcast okay. with a theme. Sure. That, you know, maybe has been out for a little bit. Mm. What would it be? Um, It would probably be about these cool baby arms that I got. <laughs> I've seen he's just waving them around. Yeah. He's undefeatable now. <laughs> yeah, now Daniel Daw is undefeatable. Yeah. Um, and you can listen to my baby arms narrate the hit children's sci-fi series, The Animorphs, at audiomorphs.podbean.com or searching Audiomorphs on iTunes. That's audio instead of Anna. Yes, those are my two baby arms, audio and Anna. <laughs> <laughs> um they're also both animorphs but they stay as arms so like one turns into a tiger but like it's his arm so you know it's really weird yeah things get wild over here yeah but uh my name is jesse you can listen to any other either any other one of these podcasts for my plugs or look at the things cause i don't feel like saying them right now so yep um what am I going to say now? Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. This is Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you.
how truly, truly maddening it is for someone to have baby arms. Bye. Goo goo gaga. Those were the baby arms. Bye.